0: on Local Now Channel 525. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkle Nay Smith is the Senior Pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Welcome, welcome once again to Victory Lane. If you turn with me in your Bibles to the book of St. John, the ninth chapter. St. John, the ninth chapter. And we're going to be looking at verses 10 and 11, 24 and 25. St. John, the ninth chapter, verse 10 and 11. Verse 24 and 25, and it reads like this. Some said, this is he. Others said, he is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, how were thine eyes opened? Verse 24 and 25. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. And he answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. We would like to speak on the subject matter, I don't know, but I know. I don't know, but I know. Be it in the positive or the negative, people have a way of answering a question that leaves them with a comfortable safe cushion by saying i don't know are you going to sunday school today i don't know are you going to rehearsal i don't know are you going to business meeting i don't know child they have a lot of stuff going on at the business meeting are you going to go i don't know a child's favorite answer for some of the stuff they do that they do not supposed to do is, why did you do it? I don't know. I won't do it no more. Do you think that you will be available for work for the ministry? I don't know. Can you pick me up? I need a ride. I don't know. I don't know is a good answer. I don't know is a safe answer. I don't know is sometimes a way of being uncommitted. I don't know if I can or I don't know if I cannot. Let me pray about it. I don't know, but let me tell you this. I don't know about that, but I know this. Is something wrong with him or her? I don't know, but I know this. Let's look at our text today. Early one morning, Jesus had come down from the Mount of Olives. He was probably praying. Jesus went to the mountain to pray a lot in solitude to his father. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, man should always pray and not think. Jesus was a model of our our life to pray. Always pray and not think. So, Jesus came down from the mountain And he was headed for the temple to worship. And some folks came up to him with some mess. People will always, sometimes, come up to you with mess. You know, they want to start something or want to keep something going. So they want to put you in it also. So they'll come up with mess. Now, what are you going to do when people come up to you with mess? Do you get involved with the mess? Do you become part of the mess? Huh? Or do you walk away? Or do you ignore it? Or do you uh, uh, turn around and go the other way? Or do you get involved with the mess? These people came up to Jesus with some mess. They say, yo, Jesus, we caught this woman in the very act of adultery. Well, uh, I, 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 I beg to differ here. If you caught the woman in the act of adultery, uh, who was she doing it with? It it takes two, don't it? It takes two. So where's the other partner? Where's the man at? If you caught her in adultery, where's the man at? They didn't have a man, but they had the woman. And so they say to Jesus, you've been teaching about the law and all that good stuff. Now, the law says that we must stone her for what she has been caught doing in the act of adultery. And they say, now, what you got to say about that, Jesus? Jesus. And Jesus wrote on the sand. He didn't even look up at him. He was writing in the sand. And he said, let him without sin cast the first stone. He said, the law said we must stone her. But Jesus said, let him without sin cast the first stone. And then Jesus looked up and all the men were gone and just the woman was there. And he looked up at the woman and asked her, where are your accusers? No man is left to condemn thee. So guess what? Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus starts to teach that I am the light of the world, and my judgment is true, because I am from the Father, and me and the Father are one. He then starts to tell the Jews about themselves, that they are from the devil, and that he is from above, and that if you stay in my word, then you are my disciples. That you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I'm speaking about what I have seen of my father. This is Jesus. And that y'all talking about Abraham and honoring the law. And yet you seek to kill me. But if you truly love God, you will love me. Because me and my father are one. But, talking to the Jews now, you are from the devil. Doing the works of the devil. Don't you know that he is a murderer from the beginning? No truth is in him. He is a liar and he's the father of it. Don't trust the devil. Don't get involved with the devil. The devil will try to trick you. The devil will try to trick you to do the wrong thing. He's a liar. Submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee. So you got to submit yourself to God. In his word. And the devil will flee. When you submit yourself to God. He will flee. So. They said. Jesus said. When Jesus said. If you keep my sayings. Meaning my word. You'll never see death. They said. Jesus. Yo. You must be crazy. Abraham is dead. And the prophets are dead. And yet you say that. If a man keep your sayings. He will never see death. And Jesus' response to them was. I don't honor myself. It is my father that honors me. And you don't know him, but I do. And he said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day and was glad. And they said, Jesus, you don't know what you're talking about saying that you've seen Abraham. And Jesus' response was, Before Abraham, I was. And they didn't like that, so they picked up stones to stone him. But he made himself hid. From among them. And as he passed by. He noticed a man. Who had been blind. From his birth. Let, 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 let me make it plain for you. He noticed a man. Who was blind from his birth. So Jesus got his disciples together. And he's talking to them. And Jesus says. To his disciples or the disciples say to Jesus turn in my Bible now the di- the disciples say to Jesus I'm in act uh, John the ninth chapter verse two three and four and the, and his disciples asked him saying master who did sin this man or his parents that he was born blind Jesus answered, saying, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. In other words, I'm about to do something that God will show himself how powerful, how mighty he is. That the works of God should be made known, manifest in him. then Jesus said, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. In other words, Jesus being the son of God said, I'm going to do some work now. And I got to do this while it is day. Because night come when no man can work. In other words, I got to do what I got to do right now. Because I'm leaving this place. And I got to do what I got to do right now. And the night comes when no man can work. Not that when night times come, work stops. It's, let, let me put it to you like this. In our lives, I'm going I'm to I'm break it down right now in, in our time. What this means is as a Christian, you got work to do. You got work to do in building up the kingdom, recruiting in the kingdom, living godly, doing holy, holy work under God. And you must do this while it is day. Meaning while you are living. Because when night comes, no man can work. When the night time comes of your life and you leave and transition from here to be with God, your work is done. So Jesus said when night comes, no man can work. So then he told his disciples, now greater works will you do in my name because I go to the Father. Greater works, Jesus said, you'll do in my name, meaning if you look around now, we can do greater works in Jesus' name because we got email, we got text, we got Facebook, we got phones, we got cars, we got buses, we got airplanes, and all those tools are available for us to do greater works in Jesus' name. John 14 and 5 says, because I go to the Father, Jesus said, I'm going to the Father. In greater works you will do in my name. When he said, I am the light of the world, he was telling us that when he goes back to the Father, we are to exemplify that light. He put it to us like this. You are the light of the world, a city that sets on a hill which cannot be hid. Do men light a candle and put it under a bushel? No, but they put it on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. So let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. That's in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. If we go back to John, the ninth chapter, in verses 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Let's see what Jesus says. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And he said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He sent him to the pool to wash. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. In other words, he washed his eyes in the pool of Siloam. And when he came up out of that water, watching his eyes, he was able to see. So the neighbors—I'm in verse eight now, John the ninth chapter. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him that he was blind, said, "Is not this he that sat in bed? Is not this the blind dude who was sitting sitting at the gate begging?" Is not this he? Some say, yeah, this is him. Others said he looked like him. But he said, and he said, the blind man, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, how were thine eyes opened? Verse 10, verse 11, he answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay. A man named who? Jesus. A man named who? Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Solomon and watch. And I went and watched and I received sight. So the Jews could not believe that this was the same man who was begging for alms, for money. That he was blind and now he sees. So they went and they asked his parents, they say, how is it that your son Who was blind. And now he see. The parents say. He's a grown man. Ask him yourself. So they asked him again. Saying. We're going to give God the praise. For we know that God. Does not hear. A sinner. Speaking of Jesus. They're saying that. We know that God. Does not hear a sinner. They're, They're equating Jesus to being a sinner. Okay? Because Jesus is the one who did the miracle. And they say, we know God don't hear a sinner. So Jesus must be a sinner. Yet he's the son of God. They did not want to believe that. So. They asked him, how did this thing happen to you? That you were blind and now you can see. They said, how did this happen? the man said, I don't know. But I know that I was blind and now I see. Is there anybody out there today in TV land that can say, I don't know how he did it, but he changed me. I don't know how he did it, but one day he picked me up out of the miry clay and turned me around. I don't know how he did it, but he Took me out the crack house. He took me out the outhouse. He took me off the whole stroll. I don't know how he did it, but he took me the to taste out of my mouth from alcohol. I don't know how he did it, but he made me put the pipe down. I don't know, but I know this, that he placed my feet on solid ground. And since I met Jesus, my life has changed him. Everything around me is not the same. I'm glad I know him for myself. I don't know how he did it, but he changed me. And he rearranged me. I looked at my hands and they looked new. I looked at my feet and they did too. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And I just want to know that there is something within that within me that banishes the pain. Something within me that holds down the rain. There's something within me I cannot explain. All I know there's something within and It must be the Holy Ghost. I don't know. But something is within. What is this that makes me feel so good right now? What is this that makes me love my enemies? What is this that makes me love my friends? I don't know, but whatever it is, it won't let me hold my peace. What is this? Folks say I'm acting strange. What is this? That makes me want to run on in Jesus' name. What is this that makes me feel so good right now? What is this? Whatever it is, it won't let me hold my peace. I don't know what tomorrow may bring, but I know who holds the future. I don't know why I get this pain in my body, but I know he can heal my pains. I don't know if I can get a job or keep a job, but I know that a cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. I don't know about my financial situation, but I know that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. I don't know what my school class will will be like next semester, but I know that he will be with me because he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I don't know, but I know a man who made the blind see. I know a man who made the lame walk. I know a man who made the dumb talk. I know a man who can fix it in his time. That's why whatever you're going through, look to the hill from whence coming my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee shall neither slumber nor sleep. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth even forever. Evermore, I don't know why he loved me, but God sent this only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I don't know, but when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us on a place called Golgotha's Hill, a place called Calvary where they put nails in his hands and nails in his feet and they pierced him in the side while the blood came streaming down. I don't know why he died on the old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame, where he died on the old rugged cross. I don't know, but they put him in a bar too. He stayed there Friday, stayed there Saturday, but early, early Sunday morning, he got up. From the grave, it said, All power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? And one of these days, he's coming back. But keep pressing on in the meantime. Keep moving on in the meantime. Keep holding up the bloodstained banner for the Lord. And remember, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And I stopped by to tell you, There'll be some hard times, but keep your hand in Jesus' hand. There'll be some trials, and there'll be some tribulations, but I stop by to tell you, don't let it get you down. Sing that old song. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Oh Christ, on oh, Christ, on oh, Christ. The solid rock I stand, our other ground is sinking sand. Our other ground is sinking sand. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. I don't know, but I know Jesus will bring me through because we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? That's why we will not, or not, is not, am not. Let nothing separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Shall tribulations? No. I say it again. Shall distress? No. Shall persecution? No fanny, nakedness, pearl, or sword. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I don't know, but I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. I don't know, but I stop by to tell you to remain steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain. I don't know, I don't know, but I know that I was blind, and now I see amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. It was grace that brought me through. Grace keep picking me up. Grace will turn me around. It was grace and his love and his mercy. Grace will keep you. Grace will hold you. Just keep your hand in Jesus' hand. I don't know. Had some trials. Had some heartaches. Had some setbacks. But I'm still here. You had some troubles, but you're still here. Had some worry nights, but you're still here. Had some cheery nights, but you're still here. I don't know why he did it, but he keeps on blessing you. Stay with Jesus. His eye is on the spell, and he watches over me. I don't know, but trouble in my way. I got to cry sometime. I lay awake at night, but that's all right. Jesus Jesus, Jesus will fix it after a while. I'm going to trust him. I don't know about you. I'm going to trust him. I don't know about you. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct thy path. I don't know. But I know this Jesus saves to the other and we bless you, thank you we thank you for joining us and being with us here today please come back again join us at Victory Lane tell your family, tell your friends God bless you God keep you until we meet again Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the Book of Acts at gospel1190.com.